<laughs> Minister, so tell us, do you think there is more to this erroneous payment uh, or, or, or erroneous payment, or do you think that this occurred wittingly or unwittingly? Elvis, it's difficult for me to tell before we are able to get to the bottom of this matter. Let me tell you what I've done. I've asked NESFA, as well as Walter Sisulu University, to give me full explanation as to what has happened. Mm-hmm. Then, after receiving those reports, I will then be able to, to make an assessment whether that requires further investigation or not. Because my own view is that we must get to the bottom of this precisely because of the question that we are asking. Because myself, I don't have information, but my sense is, was this a mistake or was this deliberate? Was it an attempt to actually hive off money from the National Student Financial Aid Scheme? The other thing that worries me, by the way, broadly, is that I've said the department must go into. I do not understand why the university gets given money by NESFAS. And then it goes for a service provider to distribute that money to its own students. Mm. Because our own view is that if we give money to the university, the university must build its own capacity to be able to actually distribute this money. Because who pays for this service provider? Is it a cut from money that should be going to the students in order to pay a service provider or what? So those are all the things that I would actually like that they be putting the other thing that concerns me, the service provider says we will do all we can to get the money back from the student. I'm not just saying the student must go scot-free, but you can't only be focusing on the student. Who is the employee or a group of employees who actually transfer this money? And the service provider is not saying what are we actually going to do about that. So you can't only focus on, on the student. Mm-hmm. Much as I do not agree with the fact that the student is innocent because money got you, this was not a lot of. Yeah. The student must know, our youth must know, if you tell money that does not belong to you, it's fraud. <laughs> But at the same time, we must also focus on the company itself. Yes. Now, I, I hear you asking all the right questions there, Minister, but we also understand that you had a breakfast meeting with Nesfas. What came out of that meeting? Well, the breakfast meeting really was an update on the ministerial, the work of the ministerial task team that was looking at how could we as government possibly find what we call the missing middle. Students who come from families that do not qualify for NESFAS yet, they are not rich enough to be able to pay for themselves. So it was actually an update of where they are with this pilot project that we are, we are doing. So it's to see what are the possibilities, including exploring a possible role by the private sector in future in terms of assisting in also helping government to assist lower middle class and working class who do not qualify for, for the next one. It was a very good meeting. They managed to raise the private sector 180 million rand, and they are planning now to support about 3,500 students in order to be able to pilot this and see how could we possibly in the future be able to support those who do not qualify for NESFA. Minister, thank you so much for your time and joining us this afternoon. Elvis, thank you very much for the opportunity. That was the High Education Minister, Dr. Bladen Zamande, joining us there. The missing millions, that's the first one, of course, and of course the missing middle will also be talked to.